All right, next on the show, I have the absolute honor to introduce one of the best humans on the planet. Take a look. As a Midwest native, Tommy Nguyen Soxy lives a vivacious life. By day, he is a vibrant Chicagoan, and by night, he transforms into the bewitching and mesmerizing Lotion. A Lotion performance is filled with gags, stunts, high energy, and 100% pure joy. I discovered Tommy over a decade ago when he was dancing all over YouTube and keeping us laughing. He is light, he is joy, and he is one of the best humans around. In a world full of gray, he is electrifying color. Welcome to the SME Show, Tommy Nuasaksi. Yay. Hi. 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 What's going on? Not much. I'm excited. I am, I am so excited. What I was telling you before, before we start recording, is that I've been literally been a fan for like 10 years of my life. That's crazy. That's literally crazy. I was curious too. When you asked me, I was like, is this like a newer person who knows me through Lotayan? But like, no. I didn't realize how long. Yeah, because I think I, I think I discovered you. I would say your your second year into doing dancing every day in August. Damn. Which for the listeners, we'll we'll get to in a little bit. And then, but it was your third year. It was the 2012 year was when I was hooked. Cause I remember seeing, cause I believe Tumblr is what led me to you all the way back in the day. If, if like, if get me wrong, get me right. And then I think it was, it was summer 2012 because I still remember graffiti was one of the songs. Yep. This is how good my memory oh is. Oh my God. Um, San Francisco was one of the songs. And um, the, what was the other one that I literally to this day, your, your dancing everyday August was always my summer playlist. Like, like those songs were the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. So you're kind of like, oh, they were so fucking good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So for the listeners who may not know who you are and the viewers at home, give a quick bio of who is Tommy? Who am I? Um, well, my name is Tommy. I currently live in Chicago. <laughs> um, most of my life has been posted on the internet, which is how most folks know me. Um, started off doing YouTube videos, um, mm -hmm. moved on to Tumblr, um, I had a life there for a little bit, and a lot of people knew me from there. Mm -hmm. Eventually turned into drag queen known as Lo Tayan from the past few years, and I just like mm -hmm. to entertain people and make people happy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> which just resonates with me. Because I, I really do believe that, um, especially now today, in we're in this weird space and culture where I feel like when you have a hobby or something that you like to do, people are like, they pressure you to like, okay, well, you're gonna you know, monetize that, right? And you're like, what, I can't just like doing it? Like, I don't need it to be a career. You know, like people always say that about things that I, I do, like you're gonna monetize that, right? I'm like, well, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm so gonna do it, mm -hmm. you know? So I bet you, I bet that that's probably how you feel about when you, when you do creative things, like for instance, your drag persona. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's been a back and forth in a lot of, my creativity since I've started, like starting YouTube. Mm -hmm. When I started YouTube, you had to apply to be a partner to get ads yeah. on your videos. You couldn't You're just like, right. I want ads on here. You literally had to have a certain <laughs> amount of followers and gather yeah, a certain yeah, yeah, amount yeah, yeah. of views and stuff. And so for everybody, it was a hobby. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. it, 
became something to achieve or like to aspire to, but then it opened it up mm-hmm. to everybody where everybody could monetize it. And it slowly became like a business. And I feel like that happens with a lot yeah. of, a lot of creative things where it's like, once you find out you can monetize it, the way you approach it is different. And then also your passion so for true. it dies down too. So it's, it's a, a crazy, a crazy world. Absolutely. Capitalism. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask, because I, I, from what I've gathered on you from social media is my understanding is you have like a complete like one 180. Yeah. 180 lifestyle from day and night. Like by day you work in customer service, correct? Not and anymore, then, but not I anymore. Did, okay. Did. See, this is what, yeah. Okay. And so I'm assuming COVID is what changed that for you. Yeah. Okay. So what is your day to day to day life now? Nothing. <laughs> okay. <I'm> okay. <laughs> I have to, well, I feel like this year has been, um, <laughs> without like, it's like the year of realizing things again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think what happened to me this year is realizing how much stuff is made up by people, you know, and like people as society in general, like a lot of this is like, we made this shit up ourselves it, you know yeah it's like nothing's real yeah like yeah. literally nothing is yeah. real and like we're just all like <laughs> abiding by these rules that like somehow through years and years have just been like a thing you know i mean and oh oh trust me it has I been eye opening to know like that people who are supposed to care about us aka this is turning political but like people who are supposed no, to care fine. about us do not care about us and then mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's this year has been me just exploring life. That's all. When I started drag, a lot of folks, it was like an, a persona or um, mm-hmm. an alter mm-hmm. ego or whatnot. And I've always described mm-hmm. it as more of like mm-hmm. an extension of myself that I was I unable that. to kind of express as Tommy mm-hmm. at the time. And that was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago is I mean, different. I remember the f- if, if when we oh. think about like being gay 10 years ago versus being gay now, like it's mm-hmm. different. Well, it's fascinating. I remember because I came out in 2009 and even then it, it was still a safe time to come out. But compared to now, mm-hmm. when people are coming out at 12, 11, 10, they're wearing makeup at 10, they're on Instagram, they're monetizing their makeup looks at 10. <laughs> and I'm like, that was not in the realm of existence. Yeah. You know, back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, but so going back to one of the things you said, the first time I ever saw you extending yourself into the world of drag was during the, or the dance everyday August videos. And I don't remember what year it was, but I, I'll never forget. It was, it was one of the, I think it was the, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it the body talk Sierra? That was, that was one. Ta- yeah. I, that was one yes, where I used yes. the video of me performing. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, oh, I'm like, he's doing this now. I was mm-hmm. like, fucking love it. I was like, yes. Because again, it's you're right. When you look at who you are, everything that your that extension is, you're right. it's just you, but it's just with a different outfit on. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. It's literally it's the all same it is. person. You don't change. And like some people the do like person. to keep them as separate lives and whatnot, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. what, what mm-hmm. I've done. And a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. I've done would still be funny or entertaining, even if I wasn't wearing a wig. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. I mean, and your your content proves that Thanks. over and over again. Thanks. I mean, the first, I just remembered the first video I ever saw of yours. 
And it, it okay, you ready for this? Yes. You're gonna die. <laughs> it was, I think you're gonna know what it is. It was the plastic bag Great. Katy Perry video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2011, like 2011, 2012 was like probably the height of my internet career maybe no really say so you don't think so okay what would you say i I mean okay (laughs) well i mean i would say your height well here's the thing everyone has ebbs and flows yeah okay i would say that was your launch yeah okay (laughs) because i would say that was your launch and then in i mean the internet was a weird space between 2013 and 2016 because that, that was when children joined the game and like us older folk were pushed to the back you know so anyone trying to do anything on the internet was like okay you're cute but like let the kids in but then i would say once you started posting low tie on content on tumblr on instagram on your youtube page that's when i felt like it was like your renaissance and people were then you know I mean, getting to know that. who you were again. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I want to ask is the very, I guess they're like the vanilla questions, but the, the questions of, you know, your journey and who you are. So where were you born? Where is your family from? And I guess, you know, in a quick synopsis, like what, how did you end up in Chicago and where you are now? Oh, Okay. So I was born in Wisconsin, um, a small town called Janesville, Wisconsin. <gasps> oh my God. I'm from the Midwest too. Are you really? From the UP. Uh, oh my God. Cute. I'm from Janesville, Wisconsin, which is like, okay. Immediately the hand comes up. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, right yeah. by uh-huh. the border. It, I thought it was a big, I thought it was a big town growing up. It was like one of the bigger ones of the city, you know, or the, of the state. So I was like, I'm from Janesville. There's like 60,000 people there, which was big for I don't know but my I am a first generation American so my family moved from Laos it was my two parents and my three older brothers and then they moved to Illinois and had one brother and then moved to Wisconsin and had me okay so that's my upbringing it like people know Janesville for a few reasons but I didn't realize how conservative of a city it was um, mm-hmm. but I think growing up, I always valued being different. Okay. I think it was like important to me. And like, I came out in middle school. I was like out in seventh grade. <sighs> I remember cool. trying to uh, like get, tell my principal that I wanted to do like the day of silence, which is like a silent, I, I do they still do that? It's like a silent yeah. protest. In yeah. Schools. Oh my God. You were like ahead of your time. They, they wouldn't let us do it. Um, of they course wouldn't not. let us start a GSA, et cetera. And then even into high school, I was like, as a freshman, the advisor for the GSA left the school. So my friend and I, wow. as sophomores, like found a new advisor and reinstated the GSA and did I was like proud I don't know you knew you knew who you were gonna be I just was always different and embraced it I guess that is so So it was kind of exciting I didn't realize how I I don't know I think maybe in my head I always pictured myself as someone who lived in a big city and like belonged there Mm And yet, mm-hmm. when I went to college, I went to college in the middle of Wisconsin with like 30 oh, 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 you didn't even you know go to I mean? school in Chicago. No, oh my gosh. I didn't even go to school in the city. That's but, so funny. <laughs> yeah, from there, even then, I was like one of three gay people I knew that wasn't in the theater wow. program. And it was like very. What college like, people was it? Were, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. Okay. Uh, okay. UWSP. Literally right in the middle Although, of Wisconsin. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, huge biology <laughs> school. Everyone wore camouflage. Like I took a dance course for my physical, whatever you have to take, like health and physical science, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I took like modern dance. And so everyone oh. was like not camouflage wearing but we have a thing where to fix our posture every time you saw camouflage it should be a reminder to fix your posture because there was so much of that um that's, that's iconic where, holy shit yeah again i was like an officer in the gsa and i was like teaching uh, like safe space courses and yeah, this was again yeah, yeah. this was like 2010 2011 yeah safe space courses were like a thing i don't know if they still are i don't know i don't know I don't know. I surround I myself like, with such so many queer people. I don't know what straight people learning yeah. about queer issues is anymore. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, and so how'd you end, how'd you end up in Chicago? Um, how did I end up? I left college, and then okay. I moved back home for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. the job I was working then, I was an assistant manager at Aeropostale. And then it was right when like fast fashion was having huge issues especially branded fast fashion okay and then so my store closed down and then i was like you know what i always wanted to move to chicago why not now and then i moved nice and what year was that that was 2015 okay oh wow so you're you've been there for a while now yeah six years six years this april nice nice congratulations what's your favorite part of chicago oh what do you mean like what, what well, I mean, I love about being here yeah or like, yeah like like what is it about chicago that drew you to like oh yeah i'm making this my home it is nice that it's it's i do enjoy the big city i do enjoy the diversity um mm-hmm. and it's close enough to it's only like two hours away from home so if i need to go visit oh my true family, i could just hop on a bus so it's still yeah i i i, I don't like either of the coasts enough to move out there. Mm. So it's like, I, it still has the Midwest feel, but it's still big. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to do Dance Every Day August? And why did it just happen to be, even though, like you said, you've kind of lost your YouTube momentum, you still did it. Like it was the one thing you still did for 10 fucking years. It was an obligation. <laughs> it felt like an obligation, but I couldn't not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for folks, who don't know D- mm-hmm. Dita is Dance Every Day Dita. in August. Um, mm-hmm. And around the time I was doing YouTube, I was starting, a lot of people were just starting to vlog and like mm-hmm. doing vlog mm-hmm. every days and whatnot. And I yes. would try it, but I had nothing to talk about. A lot of the stuff I did on YouTube <laughs> were like, we're like comedy like i never con- i never oh yeah you would you would green screen yourself into like cimarelli videos like, yeah you- <laughs> oh, i love that shit i love them so much i saw them i know i know. were going on a sidetrack i saw them live a few years ago i think it was oh my god last year i went to a christmas okay. show of theirs in chicago it was that's great. amazing um that's amazing but yeah a lot of my videos were like comedy were like funny mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. vines before vines i would like to Absolutely. say i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it they yeah, were they absolutely. were vines before vines very short videos <laughs> just like goofy and so i would often try vlogging every day for a month and just like making a video and i would hate it and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it used to always be april and people would call it vita but oh, for okay. some reason some august i was like you know what instead i'm gonna post the video of myself dancing each day mm-hmm, to like a different mm-hmm. song and it started mm-hmm. off one year as 
it wasn't 30 days it wasn't like 31 days it was just a compilation okay. people haven't seen this one i don't think i have it up anymore yeah, but there was one so. where i just did it in a bunch of different places and it was like okay. all in the same outfit but it's just a bunch of different places but then yeah it adapted into me doing it every day for the mm-hmm. for a month and when i started i'm going to admit like when i started <laughs> i did film edit and upload every day so i would go out every single day film it and upload it Whoa. that day and then i realized that's not realistic, realistic. and then i would <laughs> yeah so as the years went on i started like backlogging and making sure i was just posting and i was very clear in saying that like posting a video every day and not mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. dancing every day yeah, yeah but it turned yeah, into yeah. that and then it was I w- it was pretty popular for a little bit um mm-hmm. when when you saw it was what the year i lived in san francisco um, oh so you actually lived in san francisco for a year it was an internship um, oh but still okay okay yeah or for a year for a summer it was literally for a few months oh okay um oh, okay but that was that was that year and that was probably one of the bigger years. But as it went mm-hmm. on, like, it wasn't, like, getting as many views because I wasn't putting as much energy into my YouTube. But it was mm. one of those, like, I've already done it for five years. Why not six? And it's like, I yeah. can't stop now. Yeah. Let's just go to ten years. And okay. so literally by entire 20s are posted mm-hmm. online. And it's kind of fun because, <sighs> like, yeah, based on the locations I was in and the song choice, it's kind of like a diary and, like, revisiting 100%. what was going on that year like 100%. there's one year i went through like a terrible breakup and like a lot of the songs mm-hmm. were about like i don't need you or like shit like that and it's really fascinating oh wow. i like it a lot See, now it's cute oh uh, it, it is your own i guess not portfolio but it's like you're right your own journal of your life and you did it for you and i think that's mm-hmm. why it was i think that's why it resonated with me is because I'm the type of person who I don't do anything for anyone else. I don't care. I don't care who's watching. You know, I do it for me. And I think that's probably why, without knowing it, I. You, I mean, you can tell in the, in the way you dance. You're in public places, and and sometimes in very like compromising places, like in highways and like forests and shit like that. On the side of a mountain, one time, I was like, "What is happening?" And you're like, it's "I'm gonna do it here." It's stressful. <laughs> you should. I wish I had behind the scenes footage of me like preparing. I don't and sometimes like I would have someone standing there filming it or sometimes I would mm-hmm. like it started this tripod for the most part it was just a tripod and I just would walk wow. out there and um, wow it's scary like Tommy your mind is so <laughs> fucking brilliant and that is Thanks. what I want to talk about right now is like who like where does your <sighs> okay because I wish like I wish we had a studio audience right now so that way I could just literally go video my <laughs> video and show people because to the because on the video portion if you're watching this i'm going to be showing things around as we're talking about it but if you're listening to this please just go to a girl named lotion on youtube or even follow tommy on instagram where he also has performances on there and you need to see the fact that he will build things from scratch and attach them to his body and perform and drag and it is like the most entertaining things okay so i need to know what inspires you to do these because for example, one, and I'm so sad because I couldn't find it. And it used to be under Tumblr and I couldn't find it. And it was the 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 um say la vie performance where you have PVC pipe with the fucking doll. Tommy, that shit is so brilliant and it's so crazy. And that is the probably the one performance of yours that I show with people the most. 
Like, so, where do you get these ideas? <laughs> I need, I need to know. Uh, I need to know. <laughs> for one, I smoke a lot, so I highly recommend. <laughs> um, that's a lot of my ideas come from there. I find a lot of my comedy in things that are normal. Like, okay, I there's so much camp in normalcy in like the so performance much. of in like life is such a performance you know what i mean mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i feel like we've been <laughs> we've been like conditioned to believe certain things are what is normal and i mm-hmm. find that so funny so like <laughs> like tell me tell me i don't even know like some of the stuff i watch a lot of random youtube videos so some of the stuff mm-hmm. i watch are like moms that do parodies of pop songs and <laughs> and it, it's like <laughs> And there's just layers <laughs> to it, and like that. This there's a mom that coordinated this, so there's and then the the social dynamics of those moms all together yeah. of like yeah. Yeah, 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 this yeah. mom used to be a dancer probably, so she wants <laughs> to be the main dancer, but this one can actually rap, and so they're gonna have her. And it's just so, but they're all moms at the same time. I know what you're. It's being. so fascinating yeah. to me, and that's just it like is. regular it life. Is. Everyone has. Everyone has such a, a, a story on their own as you, as you yes. enjoy hearing stories from people. Everyone uh-huh, has uh-huh. their own story and their own narrative yeah. and everyone's the main character of their own story, which makes it so, so fascinating because so when those stories clash, there's conflict and there's, there's humor. And like, I find a lot of it influences from, uh, I'm such a hipster at heart. So I like finding things that a lot of people have not seen. And so like, just diving into YouTube and like that I, I found a video of a performer in Japan who made those dolls and like there's people in like street performers who make them in different ways too and I was like I have to do that and I was like that would be so cool but like nobody has made a tutorial on how to make those so it's like trying to figure out how I can make it easily transportable so I can put that on at a club yeah, yeah and do yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah 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 and 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 I always enjoy trying to like bend the rules and see how far I can push things as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like while I enjoy I, the normal, I also like testing to see mm-hmm. like can we challenge the normal? Totally. So when did that switch for you? Because when you go back and you look at your early drag performances, it is more just strictly dance, look and be, look and sexy and was your previous former drag name Tamika L. Jones? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I don't know if that was like just just like a random name you had picked, and then it actually was Lotai on the whole time. Where, where did that name come from? So, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tamika L. Jones. When I was in college, I was an RA as one of my most popular videos. Should RA say? Um, yes. Great one. That's a good, that one's the one that like took off. But that's because I was okay. following a meme of shit blank girl say shit whatever. people say shit yeah, people say yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean shit mm-hmm. ra say um but wait what was the question um tamika l jones like ah, like so my yeah. alter my ra alter ego was tamika uh-huh. l jones uh-huh. and, and that was one of my co-ras made that name for me like we all had different okay. names so tommy was tamika cody was mm. jody casey was Lacey, etc and, and, and I didn't it. like Tammy, so Tamika was it. But the L from Tamika L. Jones always stood for Lotayan. And then I quit drag for oh a little God. bit because I was focused on trying to move out of Wisconsin to Chicago. So oh. I like stopped oh. doing drag for a minute. And then after I moved to Chicago, I rebranded as Lotayan. Yeah. 
Yeah. And again, that was me trying to be like, my name is going to be specifically stylized and blah, blah, blah. It has to be all caps, etc. Mm-hmm, and now it's mm-hmm. just like, if you call me lotion, if you call me Lotian. <laughs> it's funny because the people who knew me when I started, even though it's always been Lotian, call me Lotian. Like Lucy mm. Stuhl, Kamora Ha, they both call me Lotian <laughs> for some reason. And I'm like, that's what it is. Yeah, it if is. If you it say is. it is, yeah. it is. <laughs> but it's also... Oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. You go ahead. Yeah, you asked how it started. The the, the well, so, switching I mean, into I, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was more just so like like where did you get low t- like low tie on like like mm. where where does that come from? So that's when so when Tamika started. It was almost a, it was a mix of it being an extension of me, but a persona where I could be sexy and I could be a woman mm. and I could do all that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the challenge was everyone was doing that and I was like what makes me different and me being different was my humor and my comedy and so as Lotayan grew it started meshing into all of that because like look like back to dance every day in August that was me testing the boundaries of YouTube testing like I'm not vlogging I'm dancing now Um, and it's still every day but it's it's I I think I've always like I said enjoyed being different and try to find out how Mm -hmm. I can be different and so mm-hmm. it turned into doing drag performances where I'm not lip syncing to music, but instead I'm listening lip syncing to a woman sneezing. Sneeze for two oh, minutes. God. You know? So cause I think it's so funny because whoever was a host that night, that is I think the funniest part of the video is because you because you in your head, you know what's gonna happen. The mm-hmm. audience doesn't know, the the host of the night doesn't know. And the fact is is like she's like this better not be all the, all it is. Oh my God, it this is. is all it's going to be. And it just kills me every time. I was it's, terrified to perform that. I hate really? it. I was like, I was downstairs and I was apologizing to everybody in advance. It's like, I am so sorry. I don't know how this is going <laughs> to go. People are going to hate this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I had, uh, I don't remember what other number I did that night, but I was like, that was the one I was more excited about. And then I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, your brain is so fascinating. Thanks. Like, I'm like, if like it's just like I cannot wait for the world to go back to normal so people like you can go back to just being fucking amazing and filling the world with joy. Because the other thing that we can talk about is what you did during this COVID world to be able to not only support yourself and your friends, but give the world, no pun intended, some Christmas joy, is you produced this brilliant Christmas special where you and all your drag sisters all came together and filmed this hour long, by the way, people, an hour long, like full on Christmas special about was Frosty the, the Snow Them, which brilliant by the way loses his carrot nose and it's this whole adventure so i want i need to know all about this process no i'm really proud of that um yeah since covid happened um drag has moved to digital and so a lot Mm -hmm. of people were doing digital drag shows um i know bitch pudding from dragula kind of like kicked that off from like Mm -hmm. it a bigger standpoint like for a mm-hmm. while it was happening on instagram like people were just on okay. instagram live and just Lives, like trying to yeah. perform and trying to tip mm-hmm. each other and then it eventually turned into drag queens recording their performances and sharing mm-hmm. them in streams and people mm-hmm. tuning in and watching and tipping virtually mm-hmm. and then 
it was getting like it's hard you know trying to make these small music videos and and trying to get people to tune in for after months of doing this and and it starts feeling like that obligation so again it's like how can we make this different and how can we make this fun um i started doing a daytime show called but first coffee which was Mm. a inspired by like you know when you would wake up and go to school to go to school and there would be like music videos playing on VH1 yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like they're like chill videos it's like artists you ought to know or like yes. VH1 jumpstart that kind mm-hmm. of vibe I wanted that vibe but drag because as drag performers you normally only get to perform like dance songs that are mm-hmm. at the clubs and like mm-hmm. things that are gonna hype the crowd up but like 100%. sometimes there's songs that are like Colby Calais or like yeah. like Sarah Bareilles uh-huh. like uh-huh. Corinne Bailey right you know like like yeah. those yeah, yeah, yeah. super chill songs that you could not perform uh-huh. at a club but I wanted that vibe and drag still yeah which by the way so, you could perform those songs and get away with it I'm just gonna I say have. that right now yeah yeah. <laughs> that, yeah there's there's something there but it was it it started off as a Monday 10 a.m show that was monthly and it was just like something that you put on while you're working from home and like you can just have the music on you tune in beautiful drag performers on screen you can tip them if you want and then go back to your thing and just have really good tunes and and like I had the hosting segments that were like super chill. But as it like went on, my friend Dylan, who uh, is part of Transit Productions, which is a new thing that started. Oh my gosh, I'm going to start going on tangents. I need to. No, I go, no, 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 because he's the um, one who pr- didn't he produce the, 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 the Chicago drag realness video, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So yes. Transit okay. Productions produced all of that. Yes. My friend Dylan edited um a lot of the but first coffee but as we were talking we're like what if we made a christmas special like what if we just Mm -hmm. did it and and i wanted something more than just doing the but first coffee show and doing christmas songs so (laughs) we started writing a narrative and he like wrote all that out because i have no experience in writing but like we made a whole storyline you're fucking hilarious because it's all up here i don't know how to write it down okay okay Um, yeah but like he like (laughs) scripted all of it out and then we have a have another friend mason who what has the cinematographer for um transit productions Mm -hmm, and mm they went to everybody's houses and put up a green screen and filmed everybody gave them all the script and yeah and piece it together and it, it's it's so it's good. really nice i mean the mood of but first coffee has always just been like vibing and chilling and positive mm-hmm. attitudes and stuff and mm-hmm. we were able to translate that in the christmas show and mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people enjoyed doing it and i hope a lot of people enjoyed watching it oh i i mean it's just it, it's like a cult classic type of thing. Like it's gonna I, be. I hope people watch it again next year, no matter oh, the state of the the world. You got like, one. <laughs> I'm gonna turn I, that shit off. I can stream it again. It's it's really yeah. cool seeing like a bunch of queer artists with not that that much, like we don't have access to a studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have the money for all of that, and seeing yeah. people with the artistry and the passion to do so, mm-hmm. just teaming up together mm-hmm. to make it happen was really cool. I know. I mean, I always say that I always say like the whole purpose of life. I mean, a lot of people out there will be like, that's not true. But I always feel like the purpose of life is to, I mean, help each other out in the way of if I have something that I can give you and you have something that that you can give me, just help each other out. Like whether it's 
video equipment, you know, to produce an entire Christmas special or just advice. I mean, and the fact is you can tell that there is like that, com- like that camaraderie and sistership and brothership and just family, like love between everyone who's involved in these projects that you do. It's, they're really good. They're really talented. And, and it's a thing we need to be able to celebrate queer joy more often as opposed to just hearing stories of like trauma but like and being able to give queer folks the platforms that we don't normally have access to is there a favorite book or movie or show that you've watched or read recently that could possibly become a new inspiration to do another performance as low tie on you're like oh like that like that's on my list of like i've got to try that out Hmm. You know, I've watched a lot of Survivor over <laughs> over quarantine. Oh God, so much Survivor. Yeah, um, and Holy I shit. like. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Survivor, and and the the idea of social strategy games is very mm-hmm. very fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like that could inspire something oh somewhere. God. I just like, had I a do vision. have. Uh, hold on i have a yeah. list i have a okay. list of ideas let me see okay. if any of them have like performances i want to do because i i don't have any songs off the top of my head but i but there have been moments over the years where i'll listen to a song and i literally think of you i'm like he he should do this song and like I, like i just will hear it I'm like this would be so fucking funny to do it as this way so you go what what what, what are some I, I i don't know I think I one of the performances I have. Mm-hmm. This is this is really stupid. These, it's a folder <laughs> called Ideas, um, but I have an idea <laughs> to do a Lady and a Tramp number. Okay. To, okay. Okay. So at Berlin, there's two. There's actually three stages. Oh, okay. Um, there's two that are like raised up that are like at the front of the mm-hmm. bar and like at the back of the bar, and then there's the dance floor that you saw for You'll mm-hmm. Never See Me Again. The mm-hmm. main stage is the one I did with the Instagram. Filter, okay. but there's mm-hmm. one directly across from the other side and I think it would be really funny to be like the lady and then have the <laughs> tramp on the other <laughs> side right and have spaghetti somehow and if yeah. I did the middle by Zed and it's like why don't you just meet me in the middle and if we got lifted up to like the middle wouldn't that be so funny you heard it here I, first I, I cannot fucking wait for that to happen that is I think that would we are be manifesting really this that is so funny. I like trying to figure out how to use the space because I want like folks to, I want it to be an interactive experience. I would also want to mm-hmm. do, okay, have you heard, I'm, I'm giving too many ideas. This is a, you should never <laughs> tell people your ideas. However, I so have this true. idea of doing like, kind of like a flash mob. I hate flash mobs, first of all. Okay. But, like they were called lip dubs. Do you remember them? Where Hold it's basically on. a one take like lip sync and, and it w- there was a really big one, too, I Got a Feeling, um, by Black Eyed Peas, and it was at a university. And it was basically, like, a one-take shot of a cameraman, like, walking through oh, this university yes. center, and, and everyone Every was person. lip-syncing it. And yes. it was, like, very organized. I would love to somehow do that as a drag performance. Got I'm just going to leave it at that, because if I do okay. make it, I don't want someone to see this idea. Totally, but, like, totally, totally. I can I see that. It, and with so many cool things, like, places in Chicago that you can, mm-hmm. like, set... Oh my god! Totally and like, I'll just—you can cut this out if you want. You can leave it yeah. in, whatever. Okay. But like, because <laughs> of like of that club, they have the TVs, and so mm-hmm. like mixing it with like multimedia performance, and then like that starts outside of the club, and then like coming mm-hmm. to the club, doing live performance, and like mixing it—that's cool. Would be really cool. That's cool. I'll I think, figure you know, it out. 
it has a different feel being there for a performance than watching it on YouTube. It's performance art at this point. It's performance art. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Performance art. It's sketch comedy meets performance art. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like you deserve every award there possibly could be for drag i'm telling Thanks. you and before we wrap up i do have to say for the listeners and viewers you are the face of an article two years ago about the, you did the the from the chicago the chicago reader i think the magazine oh. was they <laughs> talked right. about they talked about viral drag and you were the they literal did. photo right. of did. of the article yeah 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 i'm like of course like that he is the face like come on like, yeah, yeah yeah so it, it just seemed right it just seemed right um, but yeah, so let's just wrap it up with, you know, what, what, brings, oh, what brings me joy? Yeah, what brings Tommy joy? Yeah. You know, I like to eat. Um, okay. Me eating, too. eating brings <laughs> me joy. Um, I don't, sharing, I think entertaining people and like making people happy mm-hmm. is like, has always been like my main goal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, it's hard for me to like be in some sort of interaction without trying to make people laugh, which like now that I'm self-aware, it like annoys the hell out of me that I can't like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I always look for like ways to put in jokes, but like making yes, people laugh yes. and making people, uh, uh, I don't know. That brings me joy. When other people mm-hmm. are happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's a really good answer. Thanks. All right, Tommy. Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much for coming on to the Shmi sure. show. Thanks for supporting um, me for so long. Oh, like, 100%. It really I is will. crazy to, like, I literally have put my entire life out on the internet for, like, yeah. the 20s to 30s is a very formative time in your life. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's always been out there. So the fact that people have seen, mm-hmm. are still following me after the shit I've been going through for the past 10 years and that I put out and are yeah, yeah, can, yeah. can overlook yeah. it <laughs> yeah. and like still celebrate the really cool things that have happened. It, it totally. means a lot. It really does. So I appreciate totally. it. Totally. Of course. Of course. Now plug whatever you want to plug. <gasps> Give all your handles away so everyone can find you. Um, I remade my Twitter so you can go to Lotion Part 2. Part two. Um, yeah, I saw that. Part yeah, 2. <laughs> that's, that's my current Twitter. Um, my Instagram is lotion.tn. I've been trying to explore more on, um, I think I'm in a, a fa- I go through lots of phases and I think I'm in a phase of creating as Tommy somewhere. So mm. I've been playing lots of video games on Twitch and I've oh, actually yeah, done that. a, a like mini self drag show where it's like, I go through all my performances and talk about them in detail. So maybe, Oh I my God. Those. And then I need I, to fucking I, go on Twitch. I had no idea. Yeah. Twitch is really fun. I had one of those, um, like a month ago, oh which my is God, really cool. So cool. It feels really, um, self-indulgent to do it again, but I love talking about myself, which is, <laughs> and which is why we've been doing this for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> I've been trying to explore more and show people a lot mm-hmm. of like my YouTube stuff. And so I have maybe a show coming out. That's like, the like fka just add tommy and like exploring all my old videos mm-hmm. and that's, that's something i've been working on but we'll cool. see okay follow cool, me cool. instagram is the place i've been most consistent and it has all my links and, and mm-hmm. whatnot in there but we'll see yeah we'll see what yeah, guys go to his etsy buy the stickers they're so good they're really put good. them all over the world so that everyone knows who <laughs> who he is and who lotion oh, i said lotion oh my god look look at me Lotion's god. fine i lotion take it fine. low lotion low no tie-on, i think low, low and and low tie-on i love low tie-on that name Thanks. is just like it's just so good <laughs> all right that's a wrap thank you so much tommy thanks